So have you figured out by now uh, why it was that over the course of the month of December, we engaged in this challenge called Bigger and Better uh, here at Southridge? I mean, for sure, we wanted to have fun as a community across all of our locations and enjoy some healthy competition. And, you know, even those of us who are from locations that didn't win, uh, we had a winning location and then we had other locations that unfortunately had to wear the purple participant ribbon. But uh, it's healthy to know that around here, not everyone's a winner. And uh, we've got to enjoy that as a as a church community. Also, it's really cool that these candy canes could get converted over the course of this month to like thousands of dollars that we were able to give away and uh, for worthy causes that we're involved in as a church to enhance the way that we serve those in need around us. So uh, that was certainly a really cool feature. But to be clear, uh, this was not just a community builder or a community fundraising kind of a thing. We deliberately engaged in this bigger and better experience through the month of December as a community to illustrate what a life with God is like. Because converting candy canes like this into thousands of dollars that we were able to give away ultimately illustrates in a lot of ways what a life with God is really like. Especially if you're unfamiliar with that sort of thing, you need to understand today that a life with God at the end of the day is a relationship. And that relationship, if you boil it down to its simplest terms, is an exchange. It's an exchange of parts of our life for what God would have in return. It's an exchange of time and energy and attention to try to invest in seeking out God and to get to know him better. It's an exchange of our will and control to surrender to what God might have. It's an exchange of our priorities, our passions, and our pursuits for what God wants to do in and through our lives. That's why we often say that a life with God is about giving yourself to God because it's about trading aspects of your life in increasing ways over to the authority and influence of God in your life. And then the opposite happens where God in that exchange gives us more of him in return. As we give God our attention and focus to learn of him, he reveals himself to us in greater ways. As we give over our control to his leadership, he gives us his sovereign protection and care. As we give over our followership, he gives us his transforming work to make us a different person and to use us in significant ways. That's how the exchange in a life with God, in a relationship with God works. And to be clear, when we're talking about a bigger and better kind of trade up with God, we're not talking about a bigger house or better car or bigger wealth and better health. We're not talking about bigger or better from the world's standards, we're talking about a bigger experience and bigger understanding of who God is and a bigger enjoyment of his activity in our lives, right? We have a bigger understanding of who God is and a better experience of who, who God wants to be in our lives. That's the bigger and better. And so I suppose, you know, one of the differentiations between what we did this last month as a church and the spiritual experience of a bigger and better relationship with God is that it requires some faith on our part. 
because you can't see the candy cane that becomes the treadmill, that becomes the snow tires, that becomes the thousands of dollars. Instead, it's more elusive and invisible and kind of intangible in that sense and requires faith on our part to increasingly take steps to give God our life to experience his life in return. But you know, that's not the biggest difference between the game of bigger and better and a relationship with God where there's an exchange of bigger and better. Because the biggest thing is that God actually isn't waiting for us to initiate the process. In the game of bigger and better, you trade up and receive in response. But with God, God has already initiated this relationship in sending his son Jesus to earth. In fact, that's what Christmas at the end of the day ultimately celebrates. That God took the lead in making a relationship with you and I and us possible. And God initiated this sequence that we can now respond to. You look at what the Bible says as it describes the Christmas story in one of the accounts of Jesus' life. It, it explains this in detail. For example, in Luke chapter 2, when the angel appeared to the shepherds to tell them what was going on, it says this in verse 10. The angel says, do not be afraid. I will bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Because today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah the Lord. The angel, first of all, describes this baby Jesus as a savior, as a Messiah, the promised rescuer to the people of Israel and to all the world. Jesus was predicted to play this role of moving people from one experience of the condition of their life to a freer, fuller quality of life, to free them from things. The angel says that this is going to cause great joy for all the people. Meaning as Jesus is allowed to work in people's lives, their experience of a life with God is going to be bigger and better. It's going to be a trade up. And the angel at the end of the, at the, end of the day describes all of this as good news because at the end of the day, it's God initiating this possibility that humanity could now relate to him in a different way and embark on this adventure of exchanging our lives with his. That's at the end of the day what is ultra important for us to grasp today is that if we're thinking about experiencing more of God in our lives, it doesn't start with us. At the end of the day, this faith exercise of exchanging our lives with God that defines what a relationship with God looks like is made possible because God gave the gift of Jesus to us first. The Bible describes this faith relationship as a gift made possible by God. And because he sent Jesus to earth to be born and to live and to die and to rise again, you and I can experience this new quality of relationship with God today where we can trade up by exchanging parts of our lives for more of his. And the coolest part is that even though that started 2,000 years ago, God's not done with that process and is just as on the move today in lives like 
yours and mine. In fact, God is just as eager today as he was 2,000 years ago to find people who are interested in responding to his initiative and responding to the gift that he gave in Jesus by embarking on a relationship with him and starting this journey of trading up by giving him parts of our lives to experience more of his. God is waiting today for people who will give him their time and attention to seek him out and is eager to pour out an understanding of who he is and a familiarity with the reality that there is in fact a God who made us and deeply loves us by filling our lives with his presence. God is waiting for people who will open up more of their kind of status quo reality to the opportunity to be changed by him so that he can fill us with his transforming power and make us fundamentally different people, the kind of people that we feel better about when we look at ourselves in the mirror. God is waiting for people who will relinquish a fixation on material possessions and societal success to embark on his adventure of giving back and living beyond ourselves so that we can experience a meaning and a purpose and a lasting significance like no other. God is waiting for people to respond to the gift that he gave us 2,000 years ago in Jesus by entering into a relationship with him today and starting to trade up for the life that he's always had for us. And to be clear, this life doesn't just start at the end of our earthly lives. Because I know some people embark on a journey of spirituality and ultimately a relationship with God through Jesus because they want to kind of secure or confirm something at the end of their life for all eternity. The Bible says that Jesus' vision was to bring the realities of heaven onto and unto earth and into and through our lives today in the here and now. Appreciate that God is as interested in invading and empowering and transforming your life today as he is for all eternity. God wants to be involved in our everyday, not our someday, starting today. So the question is, can you and I open our lives up and be willing to trade up to experience more of God in it? If you're wondering about that today, I want to give you a little picture of what this looks like. I want to share with you the story of someone in our community by the name of Kelly. And uh, Kelly would be the first to say that uh, she wouldn't consider her life to be all that spectacular. She would consider herself rather ordinary among society's standards which is exactly the reason why we want to tell you a story like Kelly's. Because Kelly represents hundreds and hundreds of us across this community called Southridge that are together encouraging each other to take these progressive steps of trading up and trading up and giving little bits more of ourselves to God in order to experience more of what he has for us. So take a look at Kelly's story. And as you check it out, um, try to see your own story in hers. Check this out. We'd been coming to Southridge for about um, maybe six to nine months. And in, during one of the services, I think they, somebody was talking about, you know, we needed some volunteers. And I, I just felt like, you know, I'd been here long enough. I hadn't connected with anybody. Um, so I thought it was, felt like God was telling me it's time to get involved. One of my gifts is administration. So I thought I could do front desk no problem with my background, with my salon and stuff. And um, 
When I showed up, the kind of meat was at the shelter side, not the church side. And I wasn't very comfortable with that at all. Uh, but I persevered through it and started you know, volunteering at the shelter, and it was it was literally the best thing. So I'd been serving uh, at the shelter desk, answering phones and uh, doing admin and stuff like that for, I don't know, maybe about six months or so. And I was really enjoying that community, and especially particularly the women, and uh, I just, I kind of felt like, you know, with the experience I've had in the past, um, why not love these ladies a little bit more? You know, let's do something intentional for them. So we started a spa night. These ladies coming to the spa night, just the smallest things would just make their day and just to help them to feel special, even for the day. And we would get their full makeup done so they could go out at night and uh, where, wherever they were going and just feel really special. So at the spa night, um, it's a little more intimate, so you get to spend, you know, one-on-one -on -one time with the ladies. and. Um, I was cutting hair and I saw Karen and was kind of connected with her and I cut her hair and she just was a very genuine uh, person. She seemed like a little bit, you know, afraid of the big crowd and so I, uh, you know, connected with her on a one-on-one -on -one level. Karen and I have just been hanging out ever since. Um, We've had our ups and downs. It's not it's not been easy probably for both of us. I, I would say like, a, my life is much more rich. Um, I think looking back, it was more of a shallow life I was living before. Um, just being able to uh, be in relation with Karen and, and any of the other uh, friends around the shelter community. It's so hard to articulate, like, cause like my life is never gonna be the same again mm -hmm. since I've been involved with the shelter. Uh, my name is Kelly Larmer. I traded in my comfort and my self-centeredness for a life that God has given me, uh, a bigger and better life than I could have ever imagined. Do you understand what this invitation of God to a relationship with him really looks like through a story like Kelly's? Who made decisions to trade up, you know, a little bit of her time and effort to kind of volunteer some of her time and then trade it up to put herself you know, out of her comfort zone, to give herself, expose herself to a new opportunity, and then trade it up to do something for other people, and then trade it up to make space for a friendship, and then trade it up to foster and cultivate that friendship, and trade it up and trade it up, all to experience a life that she otherwise never would have known. That's the invitation that God makes available to every single one of us, right here, right now, no matter who we are or what we've done, all because of the gift of Jesus Christ that he first sent that first Christmas. God is inviting you and I, through Jesus, into a relationship with him. And that relationship fundamentally involves an exchange of more and more of our life to experience more and more of his in and among ours. It's a progressive set of steps to trade up and trade up and trade up. And so the question today for every single one of us is what part of your life are you willing to trade up to experience more of God today? What part of your life will you be willing to exchange to experience more of God at work within and among you? For some of us, maybe just 
coming here today was a trade-up and you invested some time and energy and I hope you're enjoying an experience of God that you otherwise wouldn't have been able to enjoy had you not made that trade. For some of us, we're wondering what we can do to kind of seek and understand a little bit more of God because we're new to this. And if that's you, I'd invite you to join us next Sunday when we gather on New Year's Eve at 10 o'clock on at all of our locations to experience kind of an end of year celebration. And then the following Sunday at all of our locations, regular service times, where we're gonna launch into 2018 with a very special kind of service that we have occasionally around here called the Starting Point Service, which is specifically focused on the kind of entry level questions someone newer to a faith journey might ask. We're starting off 2018 with the question, how does spiritual growth really happen? What does spiritual growth look like so that if you're in a place where you want next year to be defined by a greater experience of spirituality but don't know where to start, you can check out that starting point service on January 7th at the location uh, nearest you and begin to embark on that journey by trading up some of your time and attention to discovering what God might have for you. For all of us though today, even if we've been on a faith journey for some time, the question is the same because the journey never ends. What is God inviting you to trade up to experience more of him? And ultimately, what is God inviting you to exchange for more of him that will become a, a blessing to the world? Because God invites us into a relationship with him where he can work within us and then work through us to make us a greater and greater gift to the world. As you leave today, we want to leave you with a bit of a kind of a token uh, to inspire us to keep thinking about that challenge. The very thing that started this last month for us. We're going to leave everyone with a candy cane and outside of enjoying its tasty goodness, we hope that this will be a bit of a, a reminder to you of the invitation that God is allowing every single one of us to be a part of. Not to turn candy canes into thousands of dollars that we can ultimately give away, but to use the candy cane as a metaphor for our lives and to ask what we might be willing to trade in order to experience more of God to ultimately turn us into a greater gift to the world around us. This is what God invites you and I and us together into as a community. And as we celebrate what makes it all possible, the life of Jesus entering into and coming to earth as a gift from God to us, I want to invite you all across all of our locations to stand up and sing one final song together so that we can celebrate Christmas and celebrate the Jesus behind it who makes a relationship with God possible that allows us to exchange our life with his and trade up to a bigger understanding of who he is and a better experience of life with him. All because of Jesus, who we celebrate at Christmas, we can experience a bigger and better life with God. So let's stand together and sing out as we celebrate Christmas and the birth of Jesus. Merry Christmas, everyone.